The Dallas Stars find themselves victorious yet again against the Anaheim Ducks. Jamie Benn delivers the overtime game winner to give the Stars two big points going into the weekend. And on today's show, we will talk about last night's game and try to plug some excitement into what was otherwise a pretty dull and boring game until the last 10 minutes or so. And then we will look ahead to the weekend and talk about this San Jose Sharks team and what to expect from them on Saturday. It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Stars Media, coming to you on this Friday, April 1st. Be safe and have fun out there on this April Fool's Day, folks. And thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked On Stars for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform and leave a rating or review if you like what you hear. Remember, we can be found wherever you get your podcast at, and we are free and available at all those spots that you can think of as well. And also, give me a follow on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and our show at Locked on Stars. But without any more hesitation, let's get right down to business. Talking about last night's game between the Stars and the Ducks, it was part two of three uh, this matchup that we'll see this season, we won't see the Ducks again until the very last game of the 2021-2022 regular season, the season finale uh, at the American Airlines Center between the Stars and the Ducks coming later in the month of April. But I think one of the biggest storylines in this game, and, and like I said in the cold open, what was a pretty dull and boring game. Uh, I mean, one, you could talk about how we had four defensemen score goals. Jamie been the only forward recording a goal in this game. But I think at least on the star side of things, you have to look at the performance of Miro Haskin and obviously a breath of fresh air, having him back in the lineup on Tuesday and then tonight or Thursday night, I should say, even though I'm recording this Thursday night, uh, Esselin Dell was out of the lineup with an upper body injury. Not sure how severe that is. Hopefully nothing too crazy. And he's just taking a night off. But again, having Miro Haskin in back was huge. And I feel like his presence was edified to an even bigger degree on Thursday than it was on Tuesday. First of all, he recorded 27, over 27 minutes of time on ice, which led the team, which is crazy. I think he had like 19 minutes of time on ice on Tuesday. Makes a big jump about eight minutes in time. Really good stuff from him. But it wasn't just, you know, that he was out there a lot. He was making a huge impact with the way he played one watching him skate was just a breath of fresh air. I mean, not that there aren't other good skaters on this team. Rope Hintz is a good skater. Tyler Sagan has some good moves at times, even as he gets up there in age and is dealing with some injuries. Jason Robertson, uh, maybe an underrated skater a little bit and plenty of guys that, that can show some speed. Dennis Gurionov, uh, even though he was a healthy scratch, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, but still, uh, really nice to just watch him move with the puck. Some of his zone entries were just a thing of beauty, which the Stars just have been struggling with as of late when it comes to being productive on offense. It all starts with clean zone entries, and uh, it's a lot easier to do it whenever you just have a one-man wrecking crew in Miro Haskin. And then, of course, uh, he makes probably the biggest play of the game in overtime. I mean, everyone's going to talk about Jamie Bent's overtime goal, which is a great goal. He was in a great position, and he made a great move. 
to get the puck past Gibson and the Ducks crease in order to seal the win. But you look back at that play at the beginning, and I know I retweeted it on the Locked on Stars Twitter account, another shameless plug there to go give us a follow. Uh, and I even mentioned it, uh, that that play is not possible without first the defensive work of Miro Haskin. And to break up uh, the Ducks' attempt at getting a shot on Jake Gottinger, he breaks it up with the stick, resets, and then fires a beautiful pass to Jamie, uh, who's, again, in a great position to receive that pass and then eventually go score a goal. So it's just plays like that that we saw all night long from Miro that even though he, you know, isn't even before he was got sick with mono, you know, he wasn't putting up the monster goal numbers we wanted from him this season. And even his assist had started falling off just a bit, which of course he does get credited with the assist on that Jamie Ben goal. It's just nice to see. And I mean, I think he's, you know, still getting back to top shape, which is a great sign, uh, thinking that probably even on Thursday, he probably wasn't back to 100% himself. Uh, but it looks pretty dang close, if you ask me. So I imagine uh, that Rick Bonus and company are going to be excited to continue to have him in the lineup uh, for hopefully the rest of the season and into the playoffs, because we have seen how he plays in the playoffs. You look back to that 2020 Edmonton bubble run, and he was just fantastic there. And I, I can only imagine how fantastic he'll be in this year's postseason. And he'll be a big reason that the stars make a lot of noise if they end up making a deep run. But speaking of just the other defenseman, I mentioned it at the top of this segment, just a weird game all around with, uh, you know, some weird sequences. The Stars power play goes one for one. It goes 100% for the first time in a long time, even, even though it was only one attempt. Uh, yeah, say what you want about that. But the PK, also a fantastic night. But talking about the offensive side of things for both teams, we saw Ryan Suter get a goal. We saw Andres Sekera score what should have been the game-winning goal. Uh, man, Anaheim Ducks just annoying in this game for the fact alone uh, that they just had to tie the game. Uh, Shattenkirk just had to go tie things up after you know ruining Andres Sekera's storyline. He's had a really quiet season, hasn't played in every single game, kind of just led a quiet NHL career in general. I feel like Andres Sekera has never just been the center of attention, uh, but just a very weird, unexpected goal from him last night that looked like it was going to be the game winner, um, but still weird to see those two guys lead the way for scoring for the Stars. And then, of course, uh, Drysdale and Shattenkirk for the Ducks getting goals as well. It was just a defenseman showdown and kind of a goalie showdown. And you look back uh, at that dry still goal, and it, it's just kind of a, a frustrating play to watch because it, it wasn't really a good shot on goal. It bounces off the inboards and eventually kind of ricochets back between the, the pipes and Jake Ottinger's skate and just goes in the goal. And uh, knowing Jake Ottinger, I, I, I'm going to say it now. I'm saying it here on the podcast. You heard it here first. We will not see that play from Jake Ottinger again, not even for this season. I think that that's the kind of play that Jake Ottinger, the kid that he is and the player that he is, uh, he will not allow something like that to happen ever again. And I mean, it's just a dumb mistake, a, a lapse in, in judgment from him, I'm sure. And I know he's probably frustrated and I'm sure the coaching staff and his teammates are talking to him about it, not necessarily in a bad or degrading way or demeaning way, uh, but just like, hey, we know the kind of goalie that you can be. We know how sharp you are out there on the ice. And that just simply cannot happen, especially at this point in the season, because you take that goal away and who knows, he he likely gets a shutout because uh, he was rolling up to that point. And that was at the very end of the second period and just a, an absolute dagger for the stars going into that second intermission. And so thankfully they still get the win. They still get two points, which is the biggest takeaway uh, at the end of the night for the team as a whole. 
but still a, a frustrating moment. And then even that, that that second goal, it's hard to pin it on him. There were three ducks standing right in front of him. No interference call, which I think, you know, is the correct call as much, you know, as it, it would have taken it away. But, you know, it's hard to defend a puck that's coming in when you have three guys on the other team standing in front of you, shielding your vision. So all in all, a good night from Jake Ottinger, even though the it's just weird circumstances, a kind of a weird game. And that's just what you get with these these late start games as if you're not tired enough up, you know, up until midnight watching these games, you get these weird slow burn type of games. And thankfully we get rewarded. Those of us that stayed up and watched it with a stars W and we will continue to talk about the stars W after we take a quick break and say thank you to some of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Ingredients travel from farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they're always fresh. All without a trip to the grocery store or farmer's market. It's all about convenience with HelloFresh. Not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly or quick and easy recipes. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16, all one word, and use the code locked on 16. That's the words locked on and the numbers one six for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with Built Bars. They are better for you. A typical candy bar can contain anywhere from two to 300 calories. While most built bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and a new flavor for this month with white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it and it will be delicious and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Jumping back into today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day, continuing to talk about last night's game and want to reflect on the special teams a little bit. I mean, we we didn't see much of the Stars power play. We saw it in the first period. And of course, they went one for one and Ryan Suter scores at the back end of that man advantage set for this Stars team, which was a huge momentum swing in the game. Uh, again, we talk about how the first two frames of this matchup were slow and kind of boring and dull at times, but it's good to see the power play finally have some success from a guy that you probably didn't expect to see a goal scored from. You know, if you're thinking of a guy that's going to break things open on the power play for the Stars, Ryan Suter, probably not the guy that you would have picked uh, to, to fill that role, but he came through in a big way, and it is 
small, but I I don't know. Maybe there's a little bit of boat of confidence there that the stars move forward knowing that they went. Hey, you know, it's small, but they went one for one. They went 100 percent on the power play. And even before that goal, it was it was a fine power play. I mean, they got some good looks at the net. They had some good opportunities. It wasn't like they were spending almost the entire time out of their zone and giving the Ducks opportunities to score. I feel like that's what we've really been seeing these past few games is the Stars not really spending a whole lot of time in the offensive zone on the power play. And I feel like at least with last night's power play attempt, that wasn't the case. We saw the Stars in the offensive zone for the majority of that man advantage. So small steps. I, I know I feel like I say that every time they finally have some success, but at least, you know, there's not, you know, the four or five other attempts that they had where they go one for four or one for five. They went 100%. It's a small victory, a moral victory. You know, I don't know how many people believe in moral victories, but I'll, I'll take it. Uh, it's good to see and obviously play that big impact on this game. And, you know, you take that goal away, but then you look at the the ricochet goal from Drysdale and, and then eventually the goal from Shattenkirk. And it's like, do the Stars even tie this game? Does this game even go to OT? So you take what you can get, especially a power play goal, no matter who scores it or how late into the power play they score. But then you look at the penalty kill and the, and the Stars did commit three penalties, two of them on Alexander Radulov in the offensive zone, which I mean, name name a better duo, uh, Alexander Radulov and offensive zone penalties. Uh, pretty frustrating stuff, but what isn't frustrating was watching the Stars PK absolutely shut down the Ducks power play. It was a sight to see. And I mean, it is the Ducks not, you know, certainly not a team known for their elite power play this season, especially with some of the movement that they made at the trade deadline, but still great nonetheless. There had been, you know, several games leading up to this one where the Stars were surrendering, surrendering at least one power play goal per game. And so this is, again, another small moral victory where they went 100% on the man advantage and the, the man disadvantage, if you will. Uh, really, really big swing for them and something that they can hopefully build upon, especially with the PK, again, against a weaker team in Anaheim. But there's a lot of good that they did as far as you know not letting the Ducks really enter the zone or get set up. Uh, a really good job clearing and a good job you know forechecking, if you will, as well as you can forecheck when you're in a four on five, really good stuff that I, you know, if the coaching staff does what they're supposed to, which is look at the game film and evaluate and then kind of coach the players up and say, Hey, here's what you did. Well, do this next game. Hey, here's what you didn't do. Well, maybe don't do this next game. Obviously a lot more professional and strategic and well thought out than that, but you get the idea and yeah, it's just good stuff all around. And of course do want to touch on, uh, you know, what I, what I said I was going to talk about earlier. And that is of course the healthy scratch, of Denis Gurionov, which is, is just, it's been so weird to me all season. Maybe once in the, in the season, it maybe it makes sense, but I, I know there's all the theories floating out there that Bonus hates Gurionov, and I, I want to, you know, there's part of me that wants to believe that's true, and part of me that wants to believe that it's because he likes him and he wants him to do well. It's almost like it's a weird, like, mentorship-type relationship from, like, a bad teen movie. Uh, where it's like, hey, I want you to be better at this, but I'm not going to let you do the thing I want you to be better at. Uh, you know, uh, this is a game where I feel like having someone as speedy and as quick as Denis Gurionov would have been beneficial. We talked about previewing this game, how the Stars seem to wear down the Ducks with their speed, uh, with the top line and some of their other offensive weapons. And, you know, not that Marion Studenich can't do that, but I do think Denis Gurionov is a better player. So it's just baffling to me that he set out while healthy as much as he has this year. I mean, has he been the player that we've wanted him to be? No. His offense has been lacking at times, but there's also been times where it's been great. And I just don't believe at this point in the season that we need to be sitting guys that are fully capable players. We're fighting for a playoff spot and you're sitting Dennis Gurionov. It, 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 I don't like it. it. It's weird to me. 
I hope it doesn't happen again because even, you know, when he has a bad game, I mean, you, I don't know, co- make coaching adjustments in game and, and tell him what you want to see uh, or, you know, get one of his teammates to coach him up a little bit. If he's not listening to the coaches, he'll, he'll he's bound to listen to Jamie Ben or Joe Pavelski, Rads, Sagan, somebody. And I just don't really like seeing Dennis Gurionov sit out. I, I know I had high expectations for him coming into the season and maybe they were just too high and too lofty and he wasn't ready to make that jump into, you know, what many Stars fans wanted him to be. So hopefully we'll get to see him on the back half of this road trip and strongly within the lineup for the rest of the season because I think that this team, when he's at his best, this team is better with Dennis Gurionov out there on the ice. So, I mean, obviously it worked out for the Stars last night, but who knows what kind of impact he could have potentially had on this game had he played. Well, we will continue to talk about this road trip after another quick break. We're going to take a quick look at the San Jose Sharks team and get you ready for Saturday's matchup. It's all coming up on the other side of another quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. After months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four and will determine this year's national championship this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net is the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And closing out today's episode of Locked On Stars, your first listen of the day, your host, Dane Lewis here, at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. Be sure to give me a follow there and our show at Locked On Stars. Let's take a brief look. Towards this weekend, the Stars will be traveling to San Jose to take on the Sharks for the second time this season. The last time they played, the Stars were kind of in a bad place. They had been on that seven-game win streak, and then they took a road trip out west where they lost to Vegas, they lost to L.A., they lost to San Jose, and uh, it was kind of one of the more low points of the year. Not a very good game from the Sharks out in California, but I now think this is a different team and a very different place, and now the Sharks in a very different place on the outside looking in of a playoff spot and very far removed from this playoff race, a team that will not make the postseason this year and is already kind of looking ahead towards the draft and free agency in the offseason. But that's not to say that they don't have some good talent on this team and Timo Meyer and Thomas Hurdle. Uh, they also have, you know, Capo Kakinen, uh, the goalie that they picked up from the Minnesota Wild. The Wild obviously got Marc-Andre Fleury at the trade deadline, and they still have Cam Talbot, so they had to move on from Capo Kakinen. He is now a member of the San Jose Sharks. Not sure if we will see him between the pipes for this Sharks team, but you know, uh, this is just going to be in a game similar to these Duck games where you know you look and you say, okay, the Stars are better than this team, and so they probably should win this game and you know even though it's on the road and so it it could very easily become one of those trap games and especially being game one of a back-to-back the stars will be playing in seattle against the kraken on sunday this is still a team that you don't want to mess around with because the sharks team can explode and score offense in bunches 
they actually hung pretty well uh, last night with the Colorado Avalanche, only losing that game by a score of four to two. But then on the same hand, they lost to the Arizona Coyotes on Wednesday by a score of five to two. So th this is just a weird team. They're kind of all over the place. They've been all over the place this season, but definitely be on the lookout again. I think the Stars will ride their momentum from their win on Thursday and even the win Tuesday and carry that into this game against the Sharks. They obviously know what's at stake. And I think this would be huge if the Stars can finish out this road trip with two wins and maybe assert a little bit of distance between themselves and the Vegas Golden Knights or the Jets or the Canucks, whoever is in that spot right below the second wild card spot in the playoffs. I think that would be really big if the Stars can come away from this four-game road trip with eight points. And then they really don't have that many more road games on the year, which is crazy uh, given how much they've been on the road now. The schedule kind of you know, balancing out a little bit to some degree to close out the year for this Stars team, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, after this, they will only have four more road games on the 10th of April in Chicago, and then on April 18th, they will go back to Vancouver on the 20th, Edmonton, and then the 21st, Calgary. That's actually going to be a pretty challenging road trip, but still a lot of other big games here down the stretch. They will play San Jose again at home on the 16th. They have a date with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Minnesota Wild, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, but all of those games will come within the confines of the AAC. And then probably the biggest game on the schedule, given the way things are shaping up right now, April 26th, that's Tuesday, the Stars will match up with the Vegas Golden Knights at home, looking to finally get a win and uh, what will probably be an electric atmosphere in a game with a, a lot of stake in it and, and big playoff implications if things continue to shape out the way they have so far here down the stretch of the season. But strap in, folks. April is here. We are coming to the conclusion of this regular season, and it's the Dallas Stars. And it might not always be happy, but if the, we've learned anything from this season, we know that it will be interesting and it will be intriguing because there is never a dull moment with this team. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day remember we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen be sure to hit that subscribe button on youtube and the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform also be sure to rate and review if you like what you hear follow me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis and our show at locked on stars we will see you back here on monday stars fans we'll be breaking down the games from the weekend the game on saturday against the sharks and of course sunday's game against the kraken